Well, hello, everyone. This is J.B. Hickson with NBW Ministries, proclaiming, as always, the clear, accurate, and urgent gospel message from my studio beneath the sky, tucked away under the tall timbers of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us. It is Friday, December the 8th, 2023. Uh, 2023 is almost in the rearview mirror, but it's a great time of year. I love this time of year, Christmas, the holidays, celebrating the birth of our Savior, and uh, I am beyond thrilled with the guests that we have scheduled for today. I feel like I'm on cloud nine. Uh, we had promised uh, to have uh, Don Perkins on last month, but uh, through a, a series of uh, unpreventable circumstances, we had to postpone that. But at long last, we have uh, Don Perkins with us today. I'll introduce him in just a moment. But we're going to be talking about, is America in Bible prophecy? And uh, I want to mention right up front, uh, before I look at a passage of Scripture and make a couple of other announcements, uh, that uh, our podcasts generally are available on any podcast channel, wherever you listen to podcasts. Just search for NBW Ministries. But recently, in the last couple of months, we've started also uh, uploading the video version of the podcast to our premier subscribers. And today, especially, is going to be a real blessing to that uh, group of uh, premier subscribers, because uh, Don's going to be sharing with us some slides and charts and things uh, throughout his uh, uh, discussion. And uh, for those of you that are Premier members, you'll want to definitely uh, go to our Premier site uh, that you have access to and watch the video version. I know that will be a blessing. And I'll put in a plug right now in light of that for those of you that have not yet signed up for our Premier subscription. It's a small monthly fee. You can cancel at any time. You can also subscribe for a year, save a little bit of money. Um, a little bit cheaper if you subscribe for a year. But in any event, you can always cancel at any time. And we have tons of external, excuse me, exclusive content just for our premier members. Uh, our podcast and sermon videos and conference videos are always free to everybody out there. Uh, but we've tried to carve out a, a little bit of special content just for our premier members. And one of those uh, is the option of list of watching the video version of our interviews that we do with great guests like Don Perkins. So I'll just put that plug out there. You can go to notbyworks.org, click on the store and sign up for the premier uh, membership. And we've got uh, all of these videos. We've got special content documents, uh, articles, um, other exclusive content. We also provide all of the slides from all of my conferences that I speak at are in the premier section. So give that a, a thought as you uh, pray about it and think about it. Well, before we bring on Don, let me uh, take a look at a passage of Scripture. I want to go to Proverbs chapter 28, verses 4 and 5 uh, this morning. We're going to be talking about, is America in Bible prophecy? And uh, that proverb says, Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice. But those who seek the Lord understand all. And one of the things that we're passionate about here at MBW Ministries is exposing uh, what uh, they call the Luciferian conspiracy. That's their term for it. It's also very biblical, as I've exposed in my last three uh, books. Uh, but a big part of that uh, involves rogue elements of uh, the United States government that are conspiring with some of the global elites uh, to try to bring down America and help Satan usher in this one world system. And those uh, people do not understand justice. They fit this uh, description here in Proverbs uh, quite well. They forsake the law. They praise the wicked. They call evil good and good evil. 
Uh, nevertheless, of course, we're so thankful for the country in which we live. God's fingerprints are all over this yes. country, as I've talked about uh, elsewhere and written about in volume two of my Spirit of the Antichrist series. Uh, but so are Satan's fingerprints. And so uh, people often ask, uh, how does the United States fit into the big picture of God's plan of the ages? Um, and I've got uh, my thoughts on that, And uh, but I can't wait to hear our guests' uh, thoughts on this. Uh, so uh, with that uh, kind of lead in, I want to introduce a, a good friend, a colleague, and a man who uh, really for a lot of people needs no introduction, but Don Perkins. Don, thanks so much for taking time uh, to join us today. Well, JB, it's an awesome, uh, awesome honor and a privilege to be with you, my friend. And again, uh, I look forward to our time together. Uh, I love the word and uh, I love this great nation as well. Uh, but again, as we begin to unravel this question, uh, we're going to see some amazing things about is America in Bible prophecy. Amen. Don, I tell you, um, I, I just I can't wait. It's It really is a privilege. I forgot to mention in the outset, uh, my wife, uh, whom you've met at these conferences, yes. Wendy, uh, just just an incredible woman, love of my life. Uh, she's been known when people ask her at conferences, um, you know, I they, she'll, people will say things like, well, I assume JB's message was your favorite, but what was your second favorite? And she's been known to say, no, no, no. JB was my second, and Don's message was my first favorite. So, oh, wow. so I, I'm competing with with you for her oh, my goodness. Uh, for her attention there. I'm not kidding. She loves to listen to you. You've got a great heart, to, wow. and uh, so anyway, with that, I tell you what we're going to do today will be a little bit different, maybe than some of our podcasts because I, I want to learn. Uh, so I'm going to I'm going to kind of turn it over to you. Let you go go forward. Maybe start by telling us a little bit about your ministry for those who may not know. And then I'll interject here or there, but mostly we just want to hear what you have to say about the topic. Well, uh, again, it's one of, one of my topics that I really love to talk about. I mean, I am an American, uh, true and true. And, um, you know, I've been teaching Bible prophecy now for about 42 years. July made 42 years of uh, studying and teaching Bible prophecy. And in those 42 years, uh, you know, as a Bible prophecy teacher, you know, I want to see my nation in prophecy. And uh, I'll be honest with you, uh, JB, as I've been studying, I mean, I really don't see America like you see Israel and, and different other nations that the Bible literally talks about in the end times. Now, it doesn't mean that America is not in prophecy, but uh, she's not in the way that you see other nations. Uh, I would say America is in the list of Gentile nations, uh, as all Gentile nations are in prophecy, uh, but not in the sense of a specific role. Uh, mm -hmm. If I can, I want to read a verse. I want to start with a verse. Uh, this is, I'm reading from the King James Version here. Uh, this is Psalm 33, 12. And I'm going to bring the scripture to the screen if I can. Uh, the, the verse reads, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord and the people whom he have chosen for his own inheritance. Now, I really love that passage because the scripture says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Uh, I've said many times from pulpits across America that America was not blessed by accident. Uh, I really believe that the, that the prosperity and the wealth and the blessedness that we have experienced uh, as an American people uh, was, by, uh, was, was because of the founders. Now, these men were not perfect men, but I do believe that when uh, they founded this nation, they founded it on the principle of God. Uh, and as you shared, JB, early on that, uh, you know, God's fingerprints is all in America's history. You know, you've had people say, you know, where, uh, there's, there's a separation of church and state. Well, I don't really agree with that uh, because the founders, believe it or not, they actually uh, uh, place God all through uh, American history. 
And as a result, it made America a blessed nation. Now, the Bible says, again, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Uh, we can also say it this way, cursed is the nation whose God is not the Lord. And again, I believe this is uh, where we are today uh, uh, as a nation. Uh, I believe America has turned her back on God. Uh, it's a strong statement to make. It's a very frightening statement to make, but I believe uh, it is it is a true statement uh, where America is uh, as a nation. You know, now uh, a lot of people have tried to place America in prophecy. Uh, I'm one of those prophecy teachers who, who uh, again, don't see us there uh, specifically. And I, I mentioned a few places where people have literally tried to put America into prophecy. And I think when they did that, they, they get into some, some gymnastics uh, in the scripture that I think is very, very dangerous, uh, very, very dangerous uh, uh, to do that. Now, if I can, I want to quote one of our colleagues, Dr. David Reagan. Uh, Dave Reagan has a wonderful book entitled America the Beautiful, and he's since uh, updated that. But I want to quote this because this is... Uh, 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 you know, you know what he shared about America, the beautiful. And if I can, I'm gonna bring it to the screen and listen to this quote. He said this, the persistent question about America's future has motivated many prophecy experts to resort to their own uh, imaginations. The unfortunate result has been the discovery of the United States in the most very, uh, in some of the most unusual uh, places. This imagine imaginative approach to the interpretation of Bible prophecy is one of several factors that have motivated contempt to the whole field of the prophetic study, prompting many people to write it off as a playground for fanatics. And again, this I believe is some of the problem that we've had in the past in regards to trying to find American prophecy. Again, you know, I've been teaching a while now as you uh, as well, JB, and I know you want this nation in prophecy. Uh, again, I, uh, want my nation there, but I, I don't want to just put America there. You know what I mean? I don't want to just place her in places where biblically she's not. Now, I'm going to quote one other scholar. Uh, this is from the book called The American Apocalypse. Uh, this is by uh, Dr. Terry Jane. Now, listen to what he said. This is just amazing. Listen to this. He said, the very fact that America's spectacular achievement, one would think secures her place within the final prophetic disposition of nations. Yet this nation uh, is referenced uh, by name, nowhere in Bible prophecy, that no mention of the most powerful and wealthiest nation in recorded history is made in the Bible seems a profoundly strange omission, recognizing and acknowledging that this superpower, super uh, nation state uh, is not even alluded to by name, nevertheless remains, um, remains room to ponder. And again, uh, America, you won't find us like you find Israel, like you find Egypt, uh, like you find Gog, uh, uh, Russia, and, and different other nations. You won't find us there. Uh, now, it doesn't mean that America won't be around. Uh, I do believe that even in the future, America will be around, but I don't think uh, she would be uh, uh, at the superpower status, you know, that we are experiencing today. You know, and again, because of that, it, it really, uh, it really caused me to pray for our nation. What I love about this, this particular teaching, answering the question, is American Bible prophecy, uh, it has given me a burden for this nation like I've never had. Uh, you know, I tell people all the time, America should be a part of your prayer uh, prayer list. It should be on your prayer list. We need to pray for our nation. We need to pray for the leaders. Uh, and then just look around. You can see right now we are in a very bad state in this nation called America. Uh, I don't believe that we are that blessed nation that we have always been. Uh, uh, and I'll talk a little bit about that. Now, what I want to do if I can, I, I want to give you just some of the views 
uh, that are taught out there in reference to is American prophecy. And again, these views I'm going to share with you here again, to me, uh, they really don't hold uh, to dispensational accuracy in scripture. Uh, I think people have pulled some things out of context to try to make America fit. So what I'm going to do, I'm just going to bring a few of them into the screen. Uh, this first one, I want to... Before, before you do yes, that, let me just yes. jump in in case someone's Good. just joining us. Uh, we're Good. talking with Don Perkins, uh, Bible prophecy expert, uh, just uh, has done so much to help uh, awaken people to the soon coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And we're talking about, is America in Bible prophecy? And before you get to some of the various views, I just want to interject a, a quick question here. Yes. You may be going to get to this later, so if so, you can defer till you till you get to it. But yes. uh, I'm just curious, in light of uh, what you've said, and I completely agree that there's no explicit reference to a nation like America geographically or in terms yes. of its size and scope. Yes. Uh, of course, we know America's only, what, 247 years old, give or take. So a baby nation. Yeah. So, of course, it's not going to be mentioned by name in the Bible. Right. Uh, yes. But even even in terms of the description and characteristics, we don't really see an explicit reference. So do you believe that America has to be taken out of the way in order to usher in a one world system that that we're kind of standing in the way of the globalists right now? Well, I believe, uh, let me say yes and no in that regard. I, I do believe once that globalist system comes on, America will be full a part of it. You know what I mean? Now, uh, in reference to the superpower status that we have now, I do believe that that superpower status will diminish. Mm -hmm. uh, and I really believe that that has already begun. Uh, I believe, and I, I said many times that uh, I got one question in this series where I talk about has America's judgment begun? And the answer is yes. Uh, I believe that America is is raveling, I mean, falling apart before our very eyes. Uh, just watch, I mean, watch the news. I mean, watch TV, watch the decisions uh, that our congressmen are making and senators and making, and even the president. Uh, they are doing things that are contrary to God. Uh, our nation, you know, they are putting into law things that are contrary uh, to the Bible. So to me, all of those things that we are witnessing right now literally is a sign of America's demise. Yeah. Uh, it's a sign of God's judgment that's literally on, you know, on the nation. Yeah, and uh, the Supreme Court, too. Absolutely. I mean, that, absolutely. That, that Dodd's decision, as I talk about in uh, Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 2, yes, a yes. lot of people thought that was a good thing. It really wasn't, because what it did was it enshrined the fact, according mm -hmm. to the Supreme Court, that the unborn don't have constitutional rights, because right. if they did, they couldn't defer to the states. They would have yes. to stand for the Constitution. Yes. So really, all that decision said was each state can decide whether an unborn child is a human being or not. They pushed and it so, down to the yeah. states, and yeah. babies are still being murdered. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I've said many times is, uh, you know, when Cain kill, killed Abel, his brother, and God, he said, Cain, where's your brother? And then Cain said, am I my brother's keeper? Mm -hmm. The very next statement God told him, God said, Cain, your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Uh, Cain had to answer for that murder. And I really believe America will also as well. I mean, we have murdered multi-millions of babies Mm -hmm. And that that uh, murder institution is still going. Uh, it may have been limited in some states, you know, uh, but it's still going on. I mean, they just pushed it down uh, to the states and uh, murder continues, you know, so uh, America's going to answer for that.
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, uh, continue. I want to hear yeah. some of these different views. <laughs> well, I'm going to share just different different views that are out there. I mean, I don't have time to go full in depth to, to, to you know, expand on all of them, but I'm just going to mention some of that and I'll bring it into the screen and you may be able to see it there. Uh, one of the first views is uh, found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 18, verses two and four, uh, two and seven. Uh, here, the reference talks about a scattered and peeled people, a tall and smooth people. Now, this reference to me really just makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, how they refer to this being America is just bizarre. It, to me, it really makes no sense whatsoever uh, to try to uh, adapt this as America. Again, people are desperate. They really want American prophecy. So in light of that, let me give you another one. Uh, this next one here is found in Ezekiel chapter 38, uh, verse uh, 13. And it, it gives reference to the merchants of Tarshish and all the young lions. Now, if any one of them could fit, okay, this could, I, I could give it a little bit, but in the reference here of Ezekiel 38, you know, if this is America and this is all we're going to do in prophecy is not much because it's basically saying here that they're going to question Gog as to what is he doing? Are you going into Israel to take a spoil? You know, if that's all America's going to do, that's not much in prophecy. You know, uh, again, this is, again, one of those weaker arguments as well. Now, I'm going to give you another one. And I'm going I'm to I'm bounce this next one into the screen. This next one is found in Revelation chapter 12, verses 13 through 17. And again, this is at the midpoint of the Great Tribulation. Uh, we know the Bible talks about at this time, and this is when Antichrist, uh, uh, in verse 13, he'll, in chapter 13, he'll desecrate the Jewish altar. Uh, you know, but at this time, he's going to come against the nation of Israel. Uh, chapter 12 says Satan will be cast to the earth. And the Bible said, because he knows that he has but a short time, he's coming down with great anger. And what's happening when Satan comes down, he's coming down with great anger. But the Bible says that uh, uh, he's going to go after the house of Israel. And what God is going to do, God is going to supernaturally protect them uh, with a great eagle. Now, this great ego has nothing to do with the American bald ego. And again, this is where many people have tried to put American prophecy. This really has no reference to that. God did, he did the same thing when he delivered him from Egypt uh, with the great ego. You know, it has nothing to do with America. As a matter of fact, America was not even around during the time of Egypt uh, uh, when God first uh, delivered the nation of Israel. So this reference here really has no, no reference to America. And I like to say this, and you probably heard this from pulpits across the country, uh, JB, that a lot of people think that God is in heaven wrapped up in an American flag. Mm. Uh, no, that's not true. He's not, you know. And also people think that America is Israel's deliverer. Uh, I really believe uh, that God is weaning the nation of Israel off of the breast of America. Oh, wow. uh, when God when God delivers Israel, it's not going to be a glory, glory given to, to America. It's going to be glory given to God. God is going to supernaturally deliver his people as he's done uh, in the past. And again, it's, again, this reference to me is a very, very weak argument. But again, some yeah. have actually held in that view. Yeah, that's that's uh, wow. What a powerful statement that he's delivering Israel from from uh, America in that sense. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. and, and as you say, the description in Ezekiel 38 and 39 is one of supernatural deliverance. Uh, Absolutely. Um, but uh, one comment I would make on churches that seem to kind of as you say, wrap themselves in the American flag. 
Uh, there was one large mega church in Dallas uh, several years ago that the, the church choir actually composed and sang an ode to Donald Trump. Oh, <laughs> if my you can imagine such a thing. And then wow. and many and they they copyrighted it and uh, and then many other churches picked it up and were singing it as well. Oh, and, my and that's not just a Republican thing. Democratic yes. candidates have done the same thing. And so uh, it's really uh, funny to me, not funny, but just. <laughs> strange that Christians can't see through that and recognize there's something that's just not right about that. That's not the place uh, that, you know, a church choir is supposed to be singing praises to Almighty God, not to a president, you know. Right, to heaven, man. You honor God. I mean, uh, Donald Trump, I mean, he's he's not the Savior. I mean, uh, uh, he's a good president, uh, but he's not a Savior. You know what I mean? He's not not the answer. Uh, He cannot bring peace to to Israel, I mean, he's a good president. I, I I I like a lot of his decisions, you know. But he's not a he's not a perfect man, you know. And uh, no 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 man here is. I mean, uh, we know based on prophecy, uh, the only way the world's going to experience peace, the only way Israel will experience peace, is when Messiah sits on the throne of David. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we know that's going to happen during the time of the millennial kingdom, you know. So everything is pointing to the answer, which is Jesus Christ. But before we get there, it's going it's going to look a whole lot darker before the answer comes, you know, and again, this is where prophecy is, uh, is leading us. Uh, if I can give you a few more, a uh, few more uh, on this, uh, this next one is little, 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 well, let me just show you, I'll show you this next, so I'm gonna bring this into the screen. Look at this next one. This next one is Revelation chapter 18, verses mm-hmm. one through 24. And uh, this deals with Babylon the Great. Uh, and we do know, and I do hold to a fact that uh, uh, Revelation 18 is a literal destruction of physical Babylon. Now there's some debate among scholars uh, as to that, but I do not believe that this has any reference to America, even though you have a lot of the the semblances, you know, of America, the great wealth of the nation. America is a great wealth of the nation, but uh, I do believe that this is a, a, a physical prophecy uh, that that will be a prophecy fulfilled during the time uh, of, of well, in the future. Let me say it that way. Uh, one of the prophets in Jeremiah said that when God destroyed Babylon in the latter days, that it will that the that the Arab will no longer pitch their tent there. Uh, and again, I believe it gives reference uh, to literal Babylon. The Bible says Babylon will come back in, into the mind of God, and God's going to judge this city in one hour. Uh, and again, I think that's going to be a future judgment. Now I'm going to give you one last one. Now this is a little humorous, but because I actually heard a preacher say this on radio. Uh, he said that America is found in the uh, in the term or the name Jerusalem. So look at this, uh, the name Jerusalem. Okay, so what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bring it to the screen, the name Jerusalem. Now look in the center of Jerusalem, and what do you see? You see <laughs> USA. Okay. <laughs> oh man! Believe, believe it or not, uh, I heard a preacher. On the radio said that America is in prophecy because our name, uh, our acronym USA is in the heart of Jerusalem. Uh, to me, that is sloppy theology. Mm. You know, uh, he really want to he really want to put America there, but again, that's that's dangerous. You know, you can't do that. And again, the Bible does not does not support that. You know, now I do believe that America is in prophecy, but not in the sense of what we have you know seen here. Uh, I believe as a Gentile nation, she's there. Uh, but she won't have the superpower status in the future uh, that we are experiencing today. I believe that that's going to that's gonna be removed. It, it has to, based on Bible prophecy. Uh, we do know that uh, when Antichrist come on the scene, you know, it's going to move more toward Europe, the old Roman Empire, uh, the revised Roman system. Uh, things are falling into place for that. And again, I'm, I think things are right on schedule in regards to that. But 
where are we today as America? Uh, I do believe we're listed in the list, list of Gentile nations that have literally turned their back on God. Uh, there's a scripture in, in the gospel of Luke chapter 12, verse 48. It says, for unto whomsoever much is given to him, much shall be required. Uh, I believe that also stands for nations as well. Uh, uh, God has really blessed America because America put God first. Uh, this is why God blesses. I mean, uh, JB, all I've known all my life has been freedom. Uh, I traveled all over the world. Uh, I did a conference in uh, Tanzania, East Africa. Uh, I had a great conference there, but brother, this was that was not America. Mm. Uh, I couldn't get home fast enough uh, just to drink from a regular water fountain, you mm. know, to eat at McDonald's, or just just to do some of the normal things that I did. Uh, I didn't realize how blessed I was until I stepped out of this great country. Mm. Uh, but where we at to where we are today, my friend, is uh, is is a dangerous place. America is turning uh, the the whole look and and the whole uh, structure of America. Uh, the foundation of America is turning before our very eyes. And I really believe that the judgment of God, you know, is really uh, beginning uh, to take place. Mm, amen. Yeah. I tell you what, um, you know, went back to Babylon. Um, yes. I absolutely, I'm, I'm so glad, by the way, to hear that you agree with me and Jesus on this view of Babylon. <laughs> it's, Amen. Uh, you know, Amen. It, it is definitely a literal rebuilt Babylon. I think yes. the Antichrist beast system will have multiple outposts, if you yes, will, much I like agree. America does today. I mean, wherever yes. the president is, whether he's mm -hmm. at Camp David or the White House or someplace else, he's kind of the center of power. Mm -hmm. And I think um, the one world system is going to have an economic component, a political uh, component, and a geographic component. And there's no yes. question in my mind that that geographic headquarters will be a literal rebuilt Babylon. Absolutely. Um, if America is still around and in some sense a a player uh, by the time the Antichrist emerges and the revived Roman Empire kicks into full gear, the, the, the New World Order, yes. do, you, do you think that New York City could be a financial outpost of, of the, the, the beast system? Or what, well, I know I'm just asking you to speculate, but yeah, yeah, uh, it could be. I mean, um, you know, I, I believe America is gonna is gonna fall right into place of all the other nations that will literally submit to Antichrist. I mean, we do know it's gonna be a worldwide empire, a worldwide system. Uh, we do know that technology is is already setting up for it to make it make it a one world system. So I believe it's just gonna fall into place. I, I really believe that. Um, you know, uh, now whether New York's gonna be the the main center. Uh, I, I don't know. I'll be honest with you. I really don't yeah. know. Uh, I couldn't give you a scripture on that. It could very well be, but I can't really give you a scripture on that. Now, yeah. there have been some in the past who've actually said that New York City, uh, some have even even placed uh, 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 Babylon on top of, you not, uh, I'm sorry, on, on top of uh, New York City uh, as a map to try to make it fit. And I say, that's, that's really dangerous. Got to be careful doing stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you're really trying to, fit things into place that's not that's not really really there you know uh yeah they uh, they do that because of some of the descriptions you read about from mm -hmm. Ezekiel or the deep water pours yes, right but right. again all of that is just speculative um absolutely so, uh clearly we would all agree that America was not in the mind of the prophet as he wrote nope. and was carried along by the Holy Spirit back what was Ezekiel seven centuries or so five mm -hmm. six centuries before Christ so right, right. Uh, so yeah I think it, it's interesting some of the parallels but 
to be dogmatic about it uh, would be, you be careful. Too far. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, America really they they do they put America in a lot of things. I mean, uh, whenever a bomb explodes or something happens, some catastrophic event event happens, uh, all of the news, uh, the tabloids say Armageddon is here, or Armageddon is upon us. You know, you know, uh, Armageddon cannot happen in America. Uh, mm -hmm. Armageddon is a geographical battle that would take place in the land of Israel in the Valley of Megiddo. So you got you got certain prophecies that are geographical prophecies. They can they can never happen here in America. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And when when you know when people try to fit America or try to you know put things on America, they they they're getting out of uh dispensational uh how can I say it? Um hermeneutics, yeah. Hermeneutics, absolutely yeah. perfect, yeah. perfect. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're trying to fit America into certain places. You know, I, I hear people all the time, Armageddon is upon us. I say, you don't understand prophecy. Uh, <laughs> you know, Armageddon cannot happen without the second coming of Christ. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ must come back uh, to destroy Antichrist's kingdom. Then you have Armageddon. Yeah, uh, it can't happen before then, you know. So next next time they say that, uh, just ask them. Well, oh, I didn't realize you were planning a trip to the hills outside of Jerusalem. Have a nice right. trip, because that's right. where you got to be for Armageddon to happen. Absolutely. But you know, people have put and placed America there. Uh, again, I think it's just it's so dangerous, you know. But you know, America is is uh, is a great nation. Again, it, it wasn't an accident. Uh, and and leading up to that, you know, I have another section here where we talk about. Uh, the founders of America in their own words, you know, and if I can quote maybe one or two, JB, um, I think it'll make the point that I'm trying to, I'm trying to make here because, you know, a lot of people, again, they think of a separation of church and state, you know, uh, no, there's not a separate church and state. This nation would not be the great America without God having major influence. So if I can, I, I want to bring this into the screen, uh, 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 the founders in their own words, and again, what I'm going to do, I'm just going to quote uh, maybe, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe one or two founders, okay? Uh, and just in their own words, you know what these men, what these men have said, okay? So the first one I'll look at is uh, James Madison, okay? So I'm bringing him to the screen, James Madison here. He was a signer of the Constitution. Listen to what he said. He said, "A watchful eye must be kept on ourselves, lest while building ideal monuments of renown and bliss here." We neglect to have our names enrolled in the annals of heaven. He was saying here that in the founding of this great nation, you know, we got to be very, very careful while we build all these big monuments and stuff, that we got to make sure that our names are written in the annals of heaven or have our names written, you know, in the in the book of life. Uh, this guy was concerned about eternity. Uh, eternity was on the, the founder's mind. Uh, so these men were godly men. And I really believe that. Uh, now, I want to quote one other one here. This is uh, the great famed Abraham Lincoln. I love Abraham Lincoln. But listen at this man's uh, statement about America and also his concern. Now, this was back during Abraham's day when he made this statement. And it is so strong, I think, today as to where we are uh, as a nation. So look at this. This is just an amazing statement by uh, Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln, uh, he's, uh, he was the 16th president of the United States. And listen what he said. He says, the Lord is always on the side of the right, but it is my constant anxiety and prayer that I and this nation should be on the Lord's side. We have been the recipients of the choicest bounties of heaven. We have been uh, preserved these many years in peace and prosperity. We have grown in numbers, wealth, power, as no other nation uh, has ever grown. But we have forgotten God. We have forgotten the gracious hand that pro uh, provides 
that uh, that preserved us in peace and multiplied and enriched and strengthened us. Uh, and we have vainly imagined in the deceitfulness of our hearts that all these blessings were produced by some uh, superior wisdom and virtue of our own. Uh, what a powerful statement. Back then yeah. in his day, Abraham Lincoln was concerned about America being on the Lord's side. You know, and again, he said that, you know, back in his day, America was blessed then. And again, we have truly experienced God's provision, God's blessing, God's strength. But, you know, uh, JB, America has turned her back yeah. on a loving, gracious God. Yeah, and we again, really have. We've squandered it, you know, to yes, much yes. is given, much is required, as you as you said. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, and, and uh, you know, for folks that want to learn more, I know you've got some great resources uh, yes. at, at your website, which we'll uh, mention at the end of the program. But yes. uh, they can go to my my book, Spirit of the Antichrist, Volume 2, and Chapter 7 mm -hmm. is, is all about the uh, founders. And uh, obviously they were living and functioning in an era of uh, where people understood there was a creator. They understood providence. Even if they didn't know the Lord Jesus as their savior, they understood there was a God. And so uh, we see lots of great references among the founding fathers to uh, spiritual matters, Bible verses, uh, the, yes. some, such as the quotes you've given. Of mm -hmm. course, there are also other quotes uh, by some of those founding fathers that indicate, uh, you know, a a different side of the story. So that's right. why in that chapter I talk about both God's fingerprints as well as Satan's fingerprints. But yeah. either way, there is absolutely no question that this country was uh, was blessed and it was filled with God-fearing, Bible-believing yes. believers who wanted to make a difference in this world, spread the gospel globally. Uh, and then as I've documented in the books, uh, around the turn of the 20th century, that's when Satan's earthly co-conspirators really kicked into high gear their attempts yes. to try to bring down this country. And yes. It's been a, a downward spiral since then. Well, we're definitely, uh, we're definitely on that downhill spiral, uh, as you say, too. I mean, and what's amazing to me, uh, JB, is how fast America is falling. Mm. Uh, man, it's almost like the ship is burning. You know what I mean? Now, again, a lot of people don't like to hear that. But I, I just tell them simply watch the news. Simply look at the TV programs. Uh, every year, America goes a level deeper in sin. Uh, sin is maturing in this nation. Uh, you say, man, I, I never thought I would see that on TV. And then next next year it gets worse. And, you know, with all of the, the homosexuality, the transgenderism, uh, and now with the anti-Semitism uh, here in America, this, this to me is so alarming right now because, you know, they, they just coming out, just coming out of the woodworks and they are totally against the nation of Israel. And this is all across America. You know, and what we're witnessing, JB, really is the the, the real heart of the, of the nation as to where we are. Mm -hmm. America has turned. And again, this is a different America. This is a different America from the time when I was born. Uh, and again, my heart is so heavy, uh, so heavy, you know, for, for this great nation again. But I do know based on prophecy, and I will say this, you know, uh, I live in the same world that you live in and uh, your audience as well. Uh, we see a lot of negative things, uh, which prophecy literally prophesied. Jesus gave a lot of negative signs for the end time. The apostle Paul gave a lot of uh, negative indicators uh, as well as the other prophets about how dark it would look right before the Lord returned. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the midst of all of the negatives that we see, the glimmer of hope that we have is that a sovereign God is in control. You know, mm -hmm. I sleep good every night because I know God is in control. 
Uh, not only that, uh, JB, but I understand the end of the story. Uh, mm -hmm. My future with God is going to be so beautiful and so awesome because the Bible has already mapped it out. So where we are, we write on time. Uh, we write in sync with God's prophetic word. Uh, but uh, it's going to have that's some darker days coming. Yeah, it's and, it, it's like our mutual friend Jan Markell says: when things yes. are falling apart, it's because they're falling into place. And, absolutely, absolutely. And so I agree right. with that statement. It, it's a it's a great comfort uh, to know that God uh, is is working out His plan. Nothing's going to thwart it. God looks down from heaven and says, "Boy, I didn't see that coming." And right, no, nothing uh, caught him off guard. You know? Yeah, yeah. God, you know? uh, someone someone put it this way: Has it ever dawned on you that nothing ever dawns on God? You know, right. That's a great <laughs> great statement. You know, and see, you know, even even the enemy, uh, uh, he doesn't understand either. You know, because uh, uh, case in point, I mean. You know, had the devil known what God was doing with his son, he would have never crucified him. You know what I mean? Uh, the devil thought that if I kill his son, you know, I got it. But he fell right into the hand of God. Mm. God even used the death of his son to redeem humanity wow. and creation. And again, no matter how it looks today. And again, this is where uh, understanding uh, the scripture, understanding Bible prophecy from the scripture is so uh, relevant for our times. You know, uh, we have a scripturally illiterate church today, which is another problem. Uh, they don't understand the, the Bible. They don't understand Bible prophecy as well. I mean, Bible prophecy is part of the Bible. Now, again, I'm called to teach Bible prophecy, but I can't do that without teaching the whole counsel of God from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, uh, in these latter days, you must be a scriptural literate uh, Christian. You got to understand what the Bible says in these days. Uh, but today, a lot of Christians, they never open their Bibles. Uh, they only have their Bible open uh, Sunday service, if they do that. Uh, <laughs> then the rest of the time is TV, Internet, Facebook or whatever, you know. And, you know, uh, it's a lot of things that is that is buying for their time. And it's causing the word of God to not be a, a major influence. You know what I mean? And uh, this is where we are, again, in, you know, in this great nation. You know, God, God's going to hold us accountable, you know. Um, you know, there's a passage I want, I want to quote here, Proverbs 29, 2, it says, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, but when the wicked beareth rule, the people mourn. And wow. again, that, that's, just, that's a powerful statement because, you know, what we, are, what we are experiencing right now is because, you know, we have leaders in the land that are making contrary decisions against God. Mm -hmm. And again, if you don't think what our leaders do will affect your peace and tranquility, you don't understand the Bible. Uh, Israel got judged. They were judged because of their king, Jehoiakim. Uh, God raised up Nebuchadnezzar against them because uh, uh, Jehoiakim was a wicked leader and he turned against God. And the Bible said that God raised up Nebuchadnezzar. Now, Nebuchadnezzar was an idol-worshiping king, but the Bible called him a servant of God. In other words, God used Nebuchadnezzar, this idol-worshiping king, to judge his people. And again, here in America, we, you know, we're blessed nation. We got wealth. We have uh, prosperity. We have, you know, we have uh, military might. You know, many times people say we're the strongest military in the world. Well, uh, there are many examples in scripture where God has always humbled the mighty with the lesser. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, yeah, have a conversation with Gideon about that and see yeah, what absolutely. he says. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I believe 9-11, uh, JB, was a wake-up call to America. God humbled America with knife cutters. Yeah. Not not a bomb, you know, not not a pistol with knife cutters. And it humbled America. Uh, it humbled our economy. It, it humbled our military. 
You know yeah. what I mean? And again, and, that and was God, just, and God humbled Israel on October seventh with parachutes. Absolutely, God. Uh, you know they were they were I mean, they had these secure borders, uh, highly technology uh, technology driven borders, uh, and they were humble. They really were humble. And again, uh, you know God God will allow certain things to happen. Uh, now again, you know God did not make nine eleven happen to America, but I believe God allowed it. Uh, to wake up, wake us up, you know. And I think what America did, we hit the snooze button and went back to business as usual. Not only that, but we created laws even more contrary to God. I mean, I mean, how how did we legalize homosexuality after 9-11? Mm. Uh, but we did. And again, that was just slapping God's face. And God said, Okay, you didn't get you didn't get the warning the first time. Then, you know, so so my prayer has been for our nation. Uh uh, there's a prayer in the book of Daniel, uh, where Daniel prayed for Israel. Uh, and the scripture tells us that, you know, David, I mean, uh, not David, Daniel, Daniel cried out to God. Uh, Daniel acknowledged his own sins, but then Daniel began to acknowledge the sins of his people, Israel. And Daniel said, God, to us, Israel belongs the judgment of God that was confirmed in the book, in the, in the writings of Moses. You know, Moses pr pronounced judgments in Deuteronomy 28 on Israel if they turned against God. Mm -hmm. And Daniel said, to us belong those judgments that you have confirmed. You know, but God, I cried for your mercy. Uh, that has been my prayer for this nation. I said, now, God, to us, this great nation of America belongs the judgments of God because we've turned our backs on you. But God, right now, I'm crying out for your mercy. I'm crying out for the mercies of God to give us time, you know, to reach the harvest. Now, again, as you know, JB, and I believe you agree with me that uh, America's days are numbered. I, there's no doubt about that because prophecy has to come to an end. Uh, we are moving toward the end of the story. And again, things have to fall into place. You know, God brought Israel back in like a major uh, puzzle. You know, that once Israel clicked in, it's like major chess, I mean, major, major, major puzzle pieces clicked in even more. And again, it's, it's almost like prophecy began to speed up. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but again, we're living in some amazing times, you know, as we are seeing events uh, that are transpiring, you know, in this in this great nation. You know. Yeah, no, it's it's uh, you know, one of the many statements you've made that have, that have I'm sitting here taking notes. People that are watching the video are thinking, why does he keep looking down? Well, I'm taking <laughs> notes, brother. I'm learning. Uh, but uh, when you said sin is maturing, uh, that's a, yes. a, a an interesting way to to think of it. It is getting worse and worse, as Paul says in Second Timothy, three thirteen. We do see. Even within the church, yes. a great end times apostasy where people are giving heed to doctrines of demons. Oh my goodness. Um, yes. But, uh, you know, if you had to speculate, um, and one of the things I love about your ministry is uh, you always strive to to tie it to the text and to, to let the Bible speak where it speaks and Amen. Uh, beyond that. And we try to do that as well at NBW. Yes. But, but, you know, as you talk about this downward spiral that is so self-evident, Yes. And it's it we're just reaping what we've sown, right? I mean mm -hmm. the Bible is very clear as you said, uh, you know, blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. That means cursed is the nation whose God not is not the Lord. So Absolutely. this is all certainly biblical and we can we can justify such speculation. Mm -hmm. uh, but what do you think is going to be our ultimate a downfall. Will it be economic? Will it be uh, perhaps a surprise attack? Could it be some type of biochemical weapon? I mean, obviously, could, you know, it, we could, don't it know. could be all of it. Could be all of the above. All of the above. I mean, yeah. uh, when God humbled a nation, He He does it thoroughly. You know what I mean? So uh, everything that we are trusting in in America, 
you know, uh, as our strength, you know, God can allow those different things to fall. I mean, and it could be one thing that fall first that leads mm -hmm. to other things, you know, collapsing behind it. You know what I mean? Uh, I do believe the American, American dollar is under attack. Uh, you know, you have countries right now that are trying to get off the American dollar uh, as their currency. Uh, right now, that's the standard of the world, which also makes America a superpower. Uh, if the nations move away from the American dollar, which a lot of them are working on and trying to do now, uh, again, we'll lose our financial super uh, superpower status. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Uh, not only that, but then you have you have the military. I mean, uh, you know, we have a great military, but you have China. Uh, China, China has definitely stolen a lot of our technology. Uh, and again, they also have military might and, and nuclear capability, uh, as well as Russia. You know, so you got other nations, you know, that that can play major parts, you know, in the demise of America. And again, I don't I don't think that this is just just uh, haphazardly happening. Uh, I believe things are falling into place. And again, I'm really concerned, JB, I'll be honest with you. I'm really concerned with where we are, especially especially with the current administration that we have. Um, uh, oh, yeah. You know, and. And the military, like you you talked about, yeah, we obviously never underestimate the enemy, obviously, that's yes, a general yes. principle. But even within our own military, we have so departed from, you know, where you can't even say, yes, sir, anymore. Yes, you right, know, I know right. folks in the military that I've talked to that have retired and gotten out early because they were tired of, you know, standing next to cross-dressing soldiers and transfer yes. sites. And right, right. so this is, uh, you know, we are, we are setting ourselves up for failure. And you talked about how how grateful you are and thankful you are for this great country of ours. Mine, yes. I come from a long line of military families. My my dad's a retired uh, uh, Army Reserves Lieutenant Colonel. My both mm -hmm. my grandfather served in, faithfully in the military, and yes. we've had the opportunity to go to D.C. many times through the years, yes. taking our family there a number of times. And uh, the last we've gone to Arlington National Cemetery several times, but the last time yes. I was there. I just, something came over me. In fact, almost every time I go, I tear up, but I just started mm -hmm. weeping as I thought about all the great men and women throughout this country's rich history that have yes. that have paid the ultimate sacrifice to give us the freedoms that we have and how yes. we're just thumbing our nose at that today. My, my, uh, my. It's, it, uh, it, it's terrible. It, it is terrible. I mean, and it, it, it's, it's a further proof of where we are. So I'm glad you said that because I want to quote Dave Reagan one more time, okay? Uh, I'm gonna bring this to, this to the screen. Uh, the sins of a nation reaching to heaven. Now listen what Dr. Reagan said from his book called American Suicide. If you look at the picture there, he has a nine millimeter uh, Uncle Sam to his head and it says humanism. But listen what he says. Dr. Reagan asserts the brutal fact that our nation has turned its back on the one who has blessed us so abundantly. He contends that our uh, our fundamental problem is not systematic racism, rather it is systematic godlessness. And uh, uh, we are a nation that has forgotten God. The consequences are apostate churches and a society consumed with immorality and violence. Mm. Uh, again, this is where we are. Mm. Uh, it is no accident what we are seeing on our TV screens uh, in this nation. It is no accident uh, where America is right now. Uh, it's a direct result of what's happening. Like you, you mentioned about the military. You know, I mean, uh, we are weakening the military uh, with all the transgender uh, situations there. Uh, you know, all of the uh, political, how do you call it, uh, correct 
terminology, you know, addressing people, he, she, they, them. It, it's just ridiculous, you know, and I won't enter into that craziness. Mm-hmm. Uh, if this man is born a man, he he will always be a man in my eyes. I mean, uh, Bruce Jenner changed his, his he's transgender to, to so-called lady, but I'm going to call him Bruce Jenner. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, Bruce Jenner, when Bruce Jenner stand before God, if he don't come to Christ before he dies, uh, if he stand before God at the white throne judgment, God's going to call him Bruce. Amen. He's not, wow. not going to call him, not going to call him by his transgendered name. And, and, but wow. this has entered the military. Mm. This has entered the school system. Again, again, this is the judgment of God on America. And again, uh, we're, we're, we're in an amazing place here, man. And, and uh, again, if anything, this message for me has given me such a burden to really uh, pray and cry out for this nation. You know, uh, we are commanded to pray for the, uh, uh, you know, pray for the peace of Israel. We are commanded to pray for the peace of Jerusalem, but we're also commanded to pray uh, for the leaders of our nation. Mm. You know, the Bible says, you pray for them that you may lead a quiet and peaceable life. Uh, if you want to strengthen the peace and tranquility of our nation here in America, you need to pray for those leaders. Mm. Uh, you need to call out uh, uh, the president and the congressmen and senators, the, even a the dog catcher. You know, I mean, you call all these men out. Uh, that are in office or are they holding some position of authority uh, in the land because the decisions they are making is affecting our peace and tranquility. Mm-hmm. And uh, scripture says, pray for those in authority. And, and JB, the way I pray for these men, I say, now, Lord, if they don't want to serve you, I say, Lord, move them out of office. Mm-hmm. I say, Lord, if they don't want to, uh, you know, follow, you know, just, just, just good moral, uh, uh, laws and and standards god move them out of office god get get them out of office that's how i pray for i said lord move them because i realize what these men are doing is affecting my peace and my tranquility yeah Uh, no question yeah i mean as the as the time as the clock ticks and we get ever so close to um the end times you know we're living in the last days now the bible calls it the end times will start with the rapture and then everything unfolds after that yes Uh, and i believe we're closer than ever i think um, there's an urgency to uh, what the job of the church is, which is uh, the Great Commission. And so Amen. this would be a good opportunity for me just to interject right now, because I know um, folks are going to share this podcast far and wide. It's it's powerful. It's needed. It's uh, it's just a great word, brother. And Amen. Uh, But uh, as they spread this podcast, uh, I have no doubt that uh, there will be folks listening to this that maybe uh, aren't certain of their eternal destiny. And you mentioned the great white throne someday. Uh, Nobody... Nobody has to go there. You know, the the gift of grace is being freely offered. Yes. It's got to be freely received. And, and if you end up before that great white throne someday, you have nobody to blame but yourself. God's doing everything he can Absolutely. to rescue you from the penalty of sin, which you Absolutely. got yourself into. The Bible Absolutely. says we're all sinners. We need a savior. God yes. sent his eternal son, Jesus Christ, the perfect God-man to come take your sin upon his shoulders at the cross, yes. paid a debt he didn't know because we owe a debt we could never pay. Absolutely. He rose again the third day, defeating death, hell, and the grave, and he offers freely to all the gift of eternal life. Yes. Simply trust him and him alone for it. So I hope if you're listening to this, um, time is short. Uh, yes. my friends, and uh, today's the day of salvation. Um, but I'll let you uh, kind of close out here before yes. we wrap up, uh, but I just well, want to interject that right now. Well, JB, I really appreciate it because I, I love this. Uh, we have a TV program, and I close my program all the time with, with a statement of, you know, the Bible says, uh, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, they shall be saved. Uh, as you say, share so beautifully, salvation is a free gift. Uh, you don't work for salvation. You don't, you don't give for salvation. You receive salvation as a free gift. 
You know, I'm going to heaven not because I'm a good man. I'm going to heaven because what my Savior has done. Yeah. And because of that, I have peace. I rest in my salvation. Uh, I don't struggle to be a Christian. I rest in my uh, Christianity because of my Savior. And many people out there, you know, they figure they got to do this or that, or I got to stop doing this or stop doing this in. Uh, you know, when I stop doing this, then I'm come back to church. No, no, you just, you just receive Christ where you are right now. And your life, your world, your destiny will change. And again, we as uh, believers now, I mean, I'm, I'm on the other side. I'm, I'm saved now. Uh, I wonder many times they say, how are people making it out there in the world? Well, I know how they're making it. They're making it because there's a merciful, graceful God that is reaching his hand out, uh, you know, to save them. Now, mm -hmm. because we're living in the last days and people are witnessing all these crazy things that are going on, you know, I meet people all the time, what is going on? I tell them, well, we're coming to the end of the world. We're coming to the end of the story. Uh, what we're seeing is exactly what the scripture said the end times would look like. So I challenge them, you know, are you ready to receive Christ? I mean, are you ready for that event? Uh, if, if he were to come now, are you ready for him? And again, I challenge people, men and women, young and old, all across the country, uh, today is the day of salvation. Uh, today is the day that you receive Christ as your Lord and Savior. You know, you surrender to him and then your life will change, you know, now, this nation, again, America is, a, is, in a, is in a place right now that is just so alarming. And again, God wants to, uh, you know, he wants to use us to cry out for this nation. He wants to use us to, to reach as many as we can in this nation. And again, you know, I, I challenge people and I challenge Christians, you know, uh, if there's ever been a time that you need to pray and add America to your prayer list, uh, this is that hour. Uh, this is the time that we should do that. You know, we should we should allow God to begin to use us uh, in these latter days to reach a lost world, you know, and JB, by God's grace, you know, I want to reach as many as I can. Uh, I'm like you. I fly. I'm all over. Uh, uh, I'm on planes all the time. And somebody sit on the side of me as an open door for for evangelism. You know, I, I have a I have a plane ministry. I call it uh, <laughs> airplane ministry where people when they sit on the side of me, I say, well, Lord, uh, who, who who is it today? You know. And many people may ask me, well, sir, what do you do? And I say, well, they've started it, you know, uh, <laughs> the engines are starting, you know, and uh, uh, there have been many times, JB, I've been flying, man, of course, you, you may have experienced this too, where uh, a person asks one question and we answer the question and before long, I'm actually having a, a prophecy conference in the air <laughs> and, and I feel drained from that, from so many questions because people have questions and they want to know what's going on. Mm -hmm. uh, in the book of Isaiah, the scripture says wisdom and knowledge shall be the stability of your times. In other words, getting God's wisdom and knowledge about the end times, it's a stabilizer. Uh, it'll give you peace in the midst of all the chaos. Mm -hmm. uh, when I see Christians anxious, it tells me they don't understand the future. They don't understand the, the end of the story mm -hmm. if they're very anxious right now. Uh, God's wisdom and God's knowledge about the end times will give you stability. Uh, it'll keep you on course. It'll keep you focused. And then it will allow you to reach a lost world that don't know him. And, and again, uh, you know, God want to use us in these latter days. Amen. Well, uh, wow. Uh, just so, uh, so powerful. Really ap appreciate it. Um, before I wrap up, tell us uh, a little bit more about your uh, ministry, your website, how folks can get in touch with you. Well, uh, we have a we have a wonderful wonderful ministry, and if I can, um, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna bring it into the screen. This will really help us help them to find us. Uh, our website is called www.accordingthenumber2prophecy.org. 
Uh, we've been online since 1995. We've had a web presence. We're actually about to do a major facelift, but you can find a lot of material there. We're also part of the social media platforms uh, that are out there. Uh, and then we have a weekly program that airs on his channel. Uh, our program is called uh, Your Future in Bible Prophecy. It's a 30-minute program uh, devoted to uh, understanding Bible prophecy. We, uh, we take the fear out of the end times and give you biblical understanding about it. And then we also have our ministry app. Uh, you can go to any one of the app stores, Apple, Google, Amazon, or even Roku. Uh, you can actually download uh, our app. Uh, according to Prophecy Ministry app. And when you download the app, uh, you, you'll actually get our app there. And with the app there, you know, we have a lot of material there. We're actually building the app out. So we've got a lot of things uh, coming there. Uh, we have a video of the month that that's every month. We have a, a, a month, a video of a month, <laughs> of the month, I'm saying. Uh, I'm a little excited about that, but uh, a mm -hmm. video of the month every month. Uh, at the end, uh, we have an archive of stuff there, and we got a lot of things that we're going to be putting into the app. But again, I want to encourage you to go there. Uh, if you have Roku, uh, download the app on Roku, uh, and then you can actually watch the videos on your TV and even go to his channel, hischannel.com. Uh, you can download his channel at Roku as well, and you can watch our program. But it's called Your Future in Bible Prophecy. And again, uh, it's a 30-minute program devoted uh, to the teaching of Bible prophecy. Uh, letting the word of God do the talking in reference to the end times, uh, taking out the sensationalism, but giving clarity, uh, dispensational clarity from the word of God. And again, uh, I appreciate you, JB, for allowing us to be a part uh, of your uh, your family of uh, viewers and listeners. And uh, I'm, I'm honored and privileged. Well, Don, you are a blessing, uh, but, but, you know, to be sure, a blessing to so many and a blessing to our Praise audience. Lord. Uh, so thanks so much. We, we, we'd love to have you on again, if you're willing. Uh, I'm willing uh, and honored to be to, whenever you have me. We look, yeah. look forward to coming back. Well, we will reach out. Well, folks, uh, we're, we uh, are just a little over two weeks away from Christmas now uh, when this program airs. And so I want to remind you that, uh, you know, as, as Don talked about, there's an urgency there. He talked about his airplane ministry. Well, we have uh, gospel tracks at our ministry. We, we, we At conferences, we give them away by the hundreds. We leave them everywhere we go. We leave them in hotel rooms. But we sell them in bundles of 100 for you to do the same thing. I wish we could give them away by the tens of thousands but there is a cost to those. And so I would just encourage you as you go to notbyworks.org and click on the store button there, consider buying a, a package of 100 tracks and uh, and just give them away. People need to hear the good news. They're called good news tracks. And uh, we, we created them in-house. And I know it'll be a blessing as we... Uh, present the gospel, which is the power of God to salvation to everyone who believes it. Uh, while you're on our uh, website and, and while you uh, are on our store, uh, I encourage you to check out our latest book, Spirit of the False Prophet, Rise of the Global Technocracy. It's the kind of book that if you have someone who's maybe a bit of a skeptic, maybe not maybe not even a believer, but they're recognizing that something is not right, things are really troubling these days, uh, that's a great book because it exposes them uh, to the coming technocracy and how technology Technology is going to be used to hack and track all of humanity, but it also gives them the gospel and it gives them the answer uh, to that problem. So check that out. You can also go to spiritofthefalseprophet.org, spiritofthefalseprophet.org. Uh, makes, a, like I said, a great uh, Christmas uh, gift. All of our books are available on Kindle, including the two Spirit of the Antichrist books and the latest Spirit of the False Prophet 
uh, books. So if you're more of a Kindle a person, uh, they're cheaper on Kindle and uh, you can take them with you wherever you go. Well, thanks again, everyone, for listening. And uh, again, you can reach out to Don Perkins at according to prophecy.org, is it? Yes, sir. You got according it. to according to according, uh, the there. number two is the number two, uh, not the word according the number two prophecy.org. Yep, you got it. According to with a number two prophecy.org. And uh, thanks again, Don. Thanks everyone for listening. And we look forward to talking with you again soon. God bless.